Hey, I'm Dr. Britt, and I spend the majority of my time loving on people and helping them become the best versions of themselves. Think about me as your best friend with a PhD. It's really the best of both worlds, advice with truth, backed by research, and a whole lot of love sprinkled in. We chat about the stuff that can be hard to talk about, relationships, femininity, sex, self-esteem, health, motherhood, and mindset. My heart in this podcast is to give you a space to listen to topics that matter to you, to help you know what to do about it, and to let you know that you're not alone, no matter what physical or emotional state you showed up to or hang out today. So grab a chair, your coffee, a snuggly blanket, whatever makes you feel most at home with a friend, and get ready to go on a journey together. Hey, best friend, this is our podcast. Hey, best friend, Dr. Britt here, and you and I are going to have a pretty exciting conversation today. I find that the people that are my friends uh, like to talk about this topic, and um, this part of my occupation is for sure my husband's favorite like party trick. Uh, whenever people are like, hey, what, what do you do? He's like, babe, 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 tell him what you do. Tell him what you, tell, tell him what you do. And so sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm a counselor, I'm a therapist. And he's like, yeah, uh uh-huh, but like, what kind are you? What kind are you? And so sometimes I indulge him, and I'm like, I'm a sex therapist. Sometimes he's like, babe, tell me you're a sex therapist. Tell him, tell him, Mm -hmm. tell him. And it's hilarious to me that he does this, because he just thinks it's really funny. And so I, I honestly don't just like, to go around outside of the office or the professional world saying that because sometimes people tell me stories I don't want to know or I have to interrupt them politely and go, ooh, yeah, I don't know. You probably need to talk about to somebody about that. But don't worry. We're not going to go that deep down the rabbit hole today. But I am going to talk to you about something that all of my girlfriends have dealt with at one point or another, or at least most of you. There are some of you probably that are anomalies that you have never, ever had this problem. And if you haven't, high five, go on with your bad self. I want to be like you when I grow up. But probably for most of us, we have had an issue with desire. So what do I mean when I say that, that we've had an issue with desire? Well, Have you ever wondered, man, it's time for sexy time and why am I not interested? Or I think I used to want it more than I do, but it seems like I don't anymore. Or man, it it seems like it, it takes me a lot to get going. It wasn't like that when we were dating or it wasn't like that when we were first together, first married, first whatever. Have you ever felt that way? Have you ever wondered, what is wrong with me? What is wrong with me? I, 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 I love sex or I enjoy sex or it's really exciting to me, but yeah, right now, mm, yeah, I'd rather sleep. I would rather watch a Hallmark Christmas movie. 
I would rather do anything else. And then you find yourself feeling guilty about that or that something is wrong with you or bad about you or whatever because you know you love your partner, you love your husband, you love whoever it is that you're with and you're like, but man, I'm just not there. Well, we're going to talk about that a little bit today because desire can be elusive. It's actually really funny. Um, I will link one in the show notes on my website. But Rosemary Basson created a model of female sexual desire. And hers is so different than Masters and Johnson. Um, And that was based off of mostly male desire where it's like, ooh, I'm interested and we're going up climax and we're down. Female sexual desire, if you... Some of you who are watching me, but if you're not watching me, it's literally like spaghetti. It just like goes in and out. And men, men have boxes, tend to anyways. And so they stay in a box and they're like, all right, well, I'm in my sex box right now. And that's all I'm thinking about. But a woman can be in the middle of sex and think about, huh, what do I need to get at the grocery store? Or I hope I lock the door or man, so-and-so is really mean to me at work today in the middle of sexy time. Whenever I talk to men about that, it's my, they're like, what in the world? It's a female brain. We are in and out of sexual desire. It actually takes a lot to stay present, to stay focused, even if it's really good, even if you love your partner, even if you're really connected. So in a minute, I'm going to talk about some of the things that impact sexual desire, just so like you can be aware, friend. I want you to understand what's going on in you. And some of this may not be new to you per se, but, you know, having a conversation about it with your best friend with a PhD might be a little bit different. So women tend to have more passive desire and men tend to have more active desire. Now, again, there are people and couples that this does not apply to where the female is a high desire, the high desire partner, and the male is a low desire partner. That for sure happens. And it does happen more and more often these days with food and stress and all the things that people experience. But right now I'm talking to my girlfriend who is struggling with her sexual desire. So women tend to have more passive desire or receptive desire, meaning it's not necessarily an active pursuit. A woman's brain often isn't even there outside of about a small few day window per month in terms of pursuit desire, in terms of active desire, because there's a biological component to that, because the brain is trying to get pregnant. So uh, it, it cues the body, even if it's unconscious, to pursue sex. Now, by the way, I'm not, this isn't a soapbox that I'm going to go down. I'm not going to jump on this rabbit trail. But uh, we live in a day and age, especially in America, where uh, OB-GYNs prescribe, why wow, my brain just lost the word, OB-GYNs prescribe birth control for a variety of reasons. You have acne, here's birth control. You, you have painful periods, here's birth control. You have this issue, here's birth control. When in reality, honestly, a lot of those problems could be solved by the things that people eat. Again, I will not go down that rabbit trail today. That is not, that is not the purpose of this podcast today, but it is something for you to just deposit into your brain. And so even birth control will um, messes with your hormonal cycles even to begin to pursue 
pursue sex. Actually, so many women these days even have a lower desire and they, they can't even figure out why. And one of the t- oftentimes that is actually a culprit. But again, let me go. I'm rabbit trailing. This is a topic that's really exciting to me. So I'm like reining myself in to get back on target here. So women tend to have passive desire, tend to have that more receptive desire where it's like, you know, I wasn't really thinking about it, but it felt really nice when you kissed me like that, or I liked your hug and that felt good. And a lot of times it's like, okay, and that felt good. And that felt good. And that felt good. And that felt good. I'm like, okay, I want more and I want more and I want more and I want more. Sometimes desire doesn't even come online until the middle of sex at some point, which is really wild when you think about it. And sometimes that has to do with not giving enough time to foreplay. Sometimes it has to do with just a mind that's really struggling to stay present. So it's in and out of this dance of, of staying in it. So I want you to remember that you have passive desire, you have receptive desire, which is so much about like, if I can be touched, how can I stay present? How can I stay present? How can I stay present? I'm going to come back to that a little bit more, but just to be aware of that. Okay, so let's talk about some of the things that impact your desire. First of all, body image. I know. It is shocking to you when I say body image because so many of you are probably really hard on your body and you look in the mirror and you think, I'm so fat, I'm so ugly, no one would want me, I can't believe my partner wants me, they don't want me, I've put on, you know, an extra five pounds, it's the holidays and you notice and they don't. By the way, I have never, ever ever heard a man go, yeah, man, in that position, I just couldn't enjoy it. I was just so focused on her muffin top. And if you're laughing, it's okay. I'm laughing on the inside. We get so focused on things that our guys do not even care about. They love your body just the way that it is, just the way that it is. And it would actually be sexier to them if you enjoyed your body more, if you were free in it, if you weren't mean to it. And so it's really important that you take steps to become comfortable in your own body, not just for him, for your partner, truly for you. Because if you are enjoying the skin that you're in, it will help you go there. It will help you go there. If you're laying on your back And all you're thinking about is what he thinks of your body um, or, you know, how your lady parts look because women say things about their lady parts too, that you're thinking about those things. Well, then you're not going to be able to enjoy the moment and your desire is going to plummet. It can't not. Something else that especially if you're a mom, you work, you got all these things going on, maybe even you're dealing with some physical issues. Fatigue is a big part of that. Um, Nothing will, will help you say no more than fatigue. And if you want to get that desire online, you actually have to rest. I know for me personally, I can think about how quick, how much easier and quicker my desire comes online 
when I've had time to rest. That's why often people when they're on vacation have more, more sex or better sex that women, you may even be initiating because you're at, you're rested. Yoga is a great thing for that. Taking warm baths, maybe even need to simplify your family schedule. So this, if you've been asking yourself, man, do we just have too much on my, our schedule? Are we over busy? Here's your sign. You may even need to ask for help. You may need to ask for help from your partner, from family members, from friends. You may need to get a babysitter more often. And that might not be for date night. That might just be so you can go take a long bath and enjoy yourself or go see a movie or I don't know, whatever whatever it is so that you can rest. Something else that will totally impact your desire is when you have emotional turmoil in your life, when there's distractions, anything that's going on internally is going to impact our sexual desire. You are an emotional being. So if you never heard anybody say that, let me say that to you again. You are an emotional being. And by the way, if you're a woman, you probably already knew this, but you probably need to talk to a friend You might need to do counseling. You may need to do a breakthrough session with Dr. Britt. Um, You may need to do things to help get rid of the emotional turmoil in your life. One of the things, too, that can really help with this is the quieting of your own mind. Um, Mindfulness practices, meditation are huge because they can actually help us process through that Uh, the emotional parts of us that feel out of balance or overwhelmed. I mentioned it earlier as a, as an impact of fatigue, but anytime that we're having physical problems in our life, taking medications, things like that, those can really impact our desire. Also, some medications significantly impact sexual desire, those sorts of things. So really recognizing the stuff that's going on in our body is going to impact us reaching out, pursuing that connection with our partner because we are holistic beings. So you may need to make some some lifestyle changes. You might need to sleep. Okay, some of you don't sleep. You need to sleep. Um, if you have relationship deficits in your relationship, haha, relationship deficits in your relationship, you are going to need to do something about it. Desire is, especially for women, desire is a really interesting, um, ring or circle that women tend to give emotional intimacy to get physical intimacy. Men tend to give physical intimacy to get emotional intimacy. And so if things feel off in your relationship, if y'all are fighting a lot, you're not seeing each other a lot, whatever it is, there's going to be a disconnect. So again, you might need to pursue counseling. You might need to go on date nights. You probably need to practice sharing feelings, reading books or doing devotional type things together complimenting each other, snuggling. I feel like I'm about to sneeze. This is the worst time for that. I'm totally going to leave this in the podcast too because you're my friend. It didn't happen. Okay, one of the things too that you need to do is to snuggle. Be close. You need non-sexual physical touch. I find often, I even made a I even made like a silly joke reel about all of the different ways 
I, I may post it on my feed now, but I made a, a thing about all the ways that women like decline or say no. And you may really need to practice getting close to saying yes. And I'm not talking about to sexy time. I'm just talking about to physical, physical connection, because that helps you know that your body isn't just for sexy time. It's because you're enjoyable and nice to be around. And, um, there are other ways to love you and enjoy your body. Um, sometimes trauma impacts this, that you've had experiences in the past that for lack of a better word are traumatic and they've impacted your ability to connect, to relate, to uh, not check out during sexy time, and that's going to impact your desire. So again, counseling, I know this shows up a lot, uh, support groups, and even working on forgiveness or restoration, especially if it's with your current partner. You may need to really go through a process like that. That way you can heal and connect and truly be yourself, because by the way, Stirring up your own desire is a gift that you give to yourself. It's not just it's not just for your partner. Your desire is a gift that you give you because you are a sexual being. Newsflash. Um, you might have some skills deficits. Uh, you know, you may have been having, you know, sexy time your whole life, however long that is. But there might be things that, that you need to learn. There's really great books out there. Uh, to help you learn or try new things, um, for you and your partner to learn to do things together. And I think that that's actually a really fun part of intimacy is like trying and failing or things are a flop or like the giggles that are a part of, well, I thought my body would do that, but it doesn't quite do that thing. And so being able to actually enjoy that with your partner and it not be something that takes away, but actually adds to the intimacy of your relationship also, some women, um, especially if your desire isn't really online yet, it you may struggle to even have an orgasm to allow your body to have that arousal that even leads to climax. You may actually need to um, give yourself permission for that. I know that that might seem silly, but you may need to actually give yourself permission to enjoy it, to feel it. Um, sometimes women... Uh, because there are so many motions and sensations and things happening that a lot of times two women can sort of just be overstimulated. And so you may need to like close your eyes or coach your partner to um, change the speed or strength of things to uh, so that you can actually enjoy, so you can focus on getting to a place that feels good to you. One of the things, and I've, and I've mentioned this some, but I just really, I really want to come back to even in yourself, especially as a woman is learning to enjoy your body, um, engaging your senses, what perfumes, what outfits, what, whatever makes you feel uh, sexy. And I don't just mean for like the activity itself, but just in general, are you doing things that make you feel beautiful? Are you doing things that help you feel good about you? Um, are your food choices lending to desire? There are certain things that if I eat it, I will be so bloated that I'm, I'm going to be uncomfortable. I'm not going to feel good. Sex is going to be the last thing on my mind. So some of you 
need to consider your food choices. Like you'd keep eating things that make you feel bad on your date night. And then you come home and you're like, oh, I feel so bad. There's no way I could have sex right now. Knock it off. Because that's getting in the way of your own desire. And by the way, that's a gift that you're robbing you from. Because your body is intended to be delightful and something to enjoy. And you are actually stealing that gift from you when you don't engage in that. Um, a lot of times too, and this is where I'm going to like start poking at you just a little bit to really encourage you is you need to take ownership of your own sexual desire. Like best friends say truths to their, their friends. Yeah. You need to take charge. You need to take ownership of your own, your own sexual desire. Stop putting it on your partner. Don't get me wrong. It feels good to be pursued and it's important and I'm not absolving him of like those things and you need to be the one that engages your mind. Your mind is the most powerful sex organ in your body, your mind. And so you need to think about sexy time. You need to think about things that you enjoy and love and connect into that. You need to, again, eat foods that feel good. You need to dress, smell, take care of your body, do the things that help you feel interactive, that help you feel connected, that help you feel close. You need to do those things. It is your job. By the way, if you've stopped flirting, you probably need to bring that back up because that will help you engage your desire. Sending fun text messages, being flirty, uh, not just on text, but like actually enlivened and real person, saying fun things back, connecting, being playful. Those things are so important. Also, challenging yourself to pursue your partner is huge. You need to challenge that in you. Don't just put it on him. If you want to work on your own desire, you need to actually pursue things. You need to initiate two not just him, not just him. And to value you enough that you um, can make things about you. A lot of times because women are nurturing by nature, they tend to focus on a lot more of his pleasure. But really making things about you, allowing things to be about you, and I, I will tell you that that will probably be a really big turn on. So you need to remember that you have choice in this, that you are a part and a party to creating, fostering, getting your desire to come online and to know that it's receptive, to know that it's passive, which means that you might actually have to take some efforts to get that to show up. And that's cool. That's how we're made. No problem. You just need to actually take the steps. So... As per our usual, if you were sitting in front of me, I would ask you some questions. So I want, I want you to think about what has the biggest impact on your desire? What can you be responsible for in creating the desire that you want to have? And if you have a partner, what do you need to communicate to them in order to help you. Y'all, it's been great being with you. It's your, it's your best friend with a PhD here, Dr. Britt. I hope you have a great rest of your day wherever you are, however you're listening. 
and I'll talk with you soon. Dr. Britt here, and I'm just wanting to remind you that if you want to hang out with me a little bit more, come find me on Instagram and Facebook. Also, you can actually watch these podcasts on YouTube. You know, if if you like want to see my face as I'm talking to you, like we're actually hanging out. Also, you can check me out on my website for coaching details. And something that's really exciting is that January 9th, I am launching a women's coaching, group coaching course. And it's going to be entitled reclaiming you taking back the best parts of your womanhood so if you want to get on this email list to get all the details for when it launches how to join all of those things make sure you head to my website and it will be under resources and you can fill out a link to get more information again best friend i look forward to hanging out with you more